1: Hello and welcome to a throwback episode of The Complete Guide to Everything. So we were in the middle of recording this week's episode about the iPod, the 20th anniversary of the iPod, and literally in the middle of the episode, Tim's wife went into labor uh, and he had to go take care of that. So uh, that left us with only half an episode. We put that up on our Patreon. Um, But this week we are thrown back to 2014, an episode called Raising Children, to see uh what what uh what the ideas we had back in twenty fourteen, especially Tim, about uh how easy or hard it will be to raise a child. And uh then we'll uh we'll see accordingly with how well he does. Congratulations to Tim and his wife and their new baby. Uh and uh we'll be back next week. Well, I'll be back next week with uh some interesting content. We'll see you then. I'll see you then. Not Tim. Tim's taking some time off. I'll be back. Don't worry. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am your host, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, you're, you got a big grin on your face.
2: No, you just, uh, your chair made a noise right before you started recording and... Uh, I'm five years old. (laughs) Sounded Uh, like
1: a fart to you, but it wasn't. It was the chair. I had to swivel after I press a little. You know, behind the scenes, Uh, the computer is not in front of me; it's to my side to press record on it. Fascinating stuff, Tom. And then turn the chair, and it's tricky because sometimes it makes a noise. It sounds like a fart, but luckily, comedy podcast just add you know just uh, another spice in the mix.
2: Exactly.
1: If somebody thinks they heard a fart. In this case, only you did, but you liked it, so yeah, know. I
2: did I, you saw the big grin on my face.
1: Yeah. uh, how are you doing this week, Tim?
2: I'm a little upset. Why are
1: you upset? This
2: whole Bieber thing
1: uh, what about him? Oh, he's in trouble
2: yeah i don't I don't care about that. I care that grown ups are are freaking out about this thing.
1: Well, you're a grown up
2: I know. And I'm get, I'm not getting I'm getting angry at the fact that if <laughs> you're I turn grown on, up
1: and you're upset about it,
2: I'm not t- upset about that. I'm upset about people's reaction to it. Like you turn on the news mm-hmm. and you see a video of some 19-year-old who got a DUI. Like you see video footage of his like uh, of his deposition or whatever. It's like. I don't need to see that. You know how many scumbag (laughs) 19-year-olds get pulled over every day for DUI?
1: Yeah. Uh, Especially in Florida.
2: Exactly. 100,000 a day in Florida. (laughs) Wow, that's quite a statistic. We're in Florida, where 19-year-old jackasses go to be jackasses.
1: Yep. And they've got Disney World.
2: Yeah. Imagine they didn't have Disney World, Tom.
1: We would have. It would have been like that uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon where he cuts Florida off with a saw years ago. We would just let him uh, float out to sea.
2: I. I mean, not even that. Just like the the weather. Who wants to deal with all that? It's all humid all the time. well, people like that
1: though. It's it's hot. Weirdos like that. You like that, Tom? Right? You
2: you like like really hot, humid weather?
1: Um, I don't like.
2: You're a creep, right?
1: Humidity. Um actually, I actually hate I hate uh here in New York City, uh when it gets uh like super humid in the summer it's like hundred degree humidity and you just feel like you're swimming around.
2: Hundred percent humidity.
1: Yeah. Hundred degree weather.
2: And a hundred percent humidity? Yeah. Wow.
1: Hundred couple that's, of hundred That's life
2: under the sea for you. Yeah.
1: Um but uh have you ever been somewhere like uh you know with a quote unquote dry heat, like the desert? Um, no, I've never Arizona. been to the desert. Never been to the desert.
2: You know what? I don't really notice weather too much, or I, I notice like that I'm uncomfortable and mm-hmm. that it's either hot or cold. <laughs> but like, I don't distinguish between like oh, it's a dry heat or like oh this humidity. I'm always just like damn, I'm hot.
1: Uh, you should go to the desert sometime and feel what that's like, because it's uh, it's it's weird when you're used to uh, humid heat. Because it's a different? It is a different kind of heat. I've
2: been all around, this but it's world not.
1: Time. It's not the like when people are like, "Oh, but it's a dry heat," you know that old that old cliche. Where it's not that bad.
2: Yeah, no, it's they're still... just trying to say that cowboys weren't that tough. <laughs>
1: uh no, it's still bad. It's bad, but you can breathe. That's the difference, because you're not breathing in water.
2: Again, I'm half fish. I have gills as well as lungs. Well, like,
1: no, you, you're. You're getting yourself confused with Kevin Costner's character in Waterworld again. Every week, I remind you.
2: And I have to remind you, the movie Waterworld was based on my life, a true story.
1: No, it took place in the future, so it couldn't have.
2: It took place, it was, uh, the man met me in the future after all that stuff happened. (laughs) What man? The, The screenwriter. Okay. Wrote the screenplay, brought it back to kevin costner in mm-hmm. 1996 and was like i got this perfect story which is why i still have not received any royalties from it because it was written by a time traveler
1: he time traveled not you
2: he did. yeah no I so was how a... do
1: you know about this hmm how do you know about this
2: well i time traveled to the future with him he, he had to find me. He got some bum legal advice. He had a crappy uh, lawyer uh-huh. who was like, oh, you got to get Tim to, co- to sign off on this. After all, it is his story. Okay. Right? And uh, he came to me, and I was like, really? All this happened to me? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, watch. I'll show you. And he brought me to the future. Okay. Showed me all the stuff that <laughs> happened in Waterworld. He's like, look, gills and mm. uh, lungs. And uh, there's a, a water crisis or something. I, well, it's,
1: there's too much water. That's the crisis. Exactly. And then I was no like, oh, water.
2: okay. And then I, uh, we came back and I was like, well, I'm not signing that paper un- until I get a payday. And this lawyer was like, he can't prove that it's him. He got a different lawyer in the interim. No. His first lawyer uh, tragically died.
1: Well, probably because of something he changed, you know, uh, butterfly effect. That's
2: not a thing, I found out while traveling through time.
1: Well, it's not a thing if you go to the future and change something.
2: So what you're saying is he wrote the screenplay, came back here, Mm -hmm. and then he had an interaction with me. I'm saying this guy's changing the trajectory of my life, so that will never actually happen to me.
1: Maybe, possibly. Because now you know what's what's gonna happen.
2: I yeah. (laughs) I didn't see the movie though.
1: Oh, okay. So well, I think that, like, spoiler alert: the whole world becomes. Well, stop it! Full stop it!
2: Now this is gonna. Now the butterfly effect is gonna come into play, and I can't know that because that could rip the space-time continuum. Here's another spoiler. No, that, don't tell me any. This is why I can't know Waterworld spoilers, Tom.
1: You're gonna have to drink your own urine. Stop it! That happens in the movie.
2: Oh no! Yeah, I can. I can see uh, my siblings disappearing from the picture right he, now. He
1: puts them in. He uh, puts him in like a coffee maker, and then he drinks uh, oh, the tepee. The, Tom, his own pee
2: I can't know this. The the, the fate of the world is at stake here. Just,
1: I'm just trying to look out for a friend who's gonna have to drink his own pee pee one <sighs> oh, day.
2: Maybe not now. Maybe now that I know this.
1: Well, then you're welcome.
2: That's true. Thank you. So Bieber, yeah. Bieber talk, Tom.
1: Yeah, this week on Bieber talk. Yeah. Previously Um, on Bieber. So
2: it's fine. You go on Twitter a lot, right? Mm -hmm. You read tweets. Yeah.
1: Are you trying to tell me that I'm just like Justin Bieber? Are you trying to put me and him in the same category because he goes on Twitter?
2: No. Um. What? Yeah. Most of the people you follow, children Mm -hmm. or adults,
1: Um, tweens, teens. I would say. I don't. I don't think I follow one uh, tween or teen Man, on Twitter. No children, right? No.
2: Um, what monopolized your <laughs> Twitter feed in in terms of conversation? Man, Justin Bieber jokes. Yeah, DUI. Justin, like, what? What people need to realize, mm-hmm. and I think people do realize this, but uh, Justin Bieber and his ilk. Are famous mm-hmm. because they're relevant to young people. Yeah, right. That that drives pop culture, right, mm-hmm. as a whole, right. And that's always been the case. Yeah. Be it uh, the Backstreet Boys in sync, even Nirvana, right. All that stuff. And the Beatles. The Beatles relevant to the young Beatles. people. And it will remain relevant. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: pretty good. With the Beatles them introducing themselves in unison?
2: Um, I don't on think the they ever actually... You know what? On it's Ed's, one of those on things... On the ed Sullivan show. It's one the, of those the, things. The, the they never the actually ed- referred to themselves as the Beatles. It's kind of like how in... Uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. How they never say Ewok in it. But we all know exactly. It's, always... it's like the Beatles never referred to themselves as the Beatles. Uh, you cannot find uh, like an interview with Paul McCartney when he says like, "Oh, my <laughs> well, time when in, the I was in the Beatles." Yeah, no, never. Wow, that's, that's just something that's like that's a weird kind of it's in the ether kind of thing. And, and countless... Hathaway is
1: never called Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises.
2: It's it's just like that. It's a Catwoman uh, Ewok situation. Uh, it's
1: weird. It's weird trivia. I think you you hear that more,
2: yeah. I mean, also, not a lot has been written about the Beatles, so I don't yeah. know why that would come up ever.
1: Yeah, a lot of it's just hearsay and rumors.
2: Yeah, it's like it's basically water cooler talk. Yeah, like have you ever actually heard a Beatles song? Probably no. not. You've heard. You feel like you have because there's, you know, yeah, the everybody's the water talking about talk, them all the time at the water but cooler. I don't think. I think maybe. Like, two or three times in history, Beatles songs have ap- actually been broadcast.
1: Now, why is that?
2: You know what? Nobody really knows. It's They're very hard to find, the oh, actual records. hard to come records. by. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. Mm. So, like, only a co- And the thing was, they just... As soon as they issued them mm-hmm. back in the 60s, these records, it was like, if you missed out then, mm-hmm. there was no opportunity to, like buy them they've they they thrown were never, out all the masters because yeah, they, they were like the oh masters. we thought that was all
1: we had to make Exactly. We were trying and to it clear turned space. out to be fine for them right because yeah. they
2: threw out all the masters so like you might be able to find an old old vinyl of a Beatles album but like that's it
1: yeah. that's really all that's but a lot of them were scratched up in the 80s when everybody was into scratching Exactly. so it's hard to find one that's not all scratched Hip-hop up hip hop
2: guys just uh, yeah. ruined the Beatles legacy That's what happened it's well, a shame, really, I mean, you
1: can't fault them they didn't it didn't have the name of the band on the on it was the, all white label the, all vinyl. white label, yeah. yeah, just looked like a generic record, exactly, just sounds you know like a train you know sound effect album, trains farts, ding dongs. <laughs> A bell, that's what... <laughs>
2: Ding, is ding-dongs what you yeah. call bells? <laughs> yeah. You get a I lot call sound effects <laughs> records that just have bells ringing on them? I,
1: I call things by the sound they make. Call dogs woofies. Cats meows.
2: Woofies. <laughs> um, so if you're over 25 and you're making a Bieber joke, or if Bieber is relevant to your life at all, that's not... like. Tom were our parents were they like uh like oh that uh that Donny from New Kids on the Block, <laughs> yeah, and he's really you know what I have an opinion i I have an opinion about his behavior and how he's a bad egg, and I'm going to get outraged about it um, I remember my in public
1: I remember my dad having some opinions about marky Mark and uh the funky bunch,
2: oh that the pants being too low, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. hmm. This kinda of pokes a hole in my theory. Yeah. But w- but you know
1: what? But that's no, no, just no, like no. a but
2: like uh Tom Brokaw wasn't like Marky Mark and <laughs> the Funky Bunch. But like Are I'm they sure too f- funky? Exactly. They if anything, maybe they were concerned that uh that Marky Mark was too funky. Yeah. Or the funky bunch was. Yeah. Has there been like uh a refugee from the funky bunch? Or like <laughs> you you <laughs> that, know how like uh, they weren't a country. Like uh, the Fly Girls will forever be known as oh, that's where Jennifer Lopez got her start. Oh yeah, is well, there? A,
1: that's where Marky Mark got his. Yeah, start. I know that, but like Mark Wahlberg. F-
2: but no, you don't say. <laughs> uh, but there was nobody in the Funky Bunch. Like I that don't was, like, think so.
1: I think the Funky Bunch. Was it just his dancers? Was it the people hey, making the, the Fly music? The
2: girls were just dancers, Tom. If you want to demean them. And
1: well, I'm just saying, like, uh, if they were just dan- like, were they? They have the same dancers in the music videos as he did on uh, the albums and on the tours. Yeah, I think the
2: they were the the bunch, the bunch, funky bunch, The
1: funky bunch,
2: the aforementioned funky bunch. marky
1: mark and his funky bunch yeah because Ladies and gentlemen, if
2: they were just random guys i don't think like how do you know you're gonna get funky guys you know mm-hmm. like if you just do a casting call like we need dancers then really? you can you cannot in good conscience say this is the funky bunch you have to say like this is the bunch some of whom might be <laughs> funky May or may not be yeah, funky yeah uh
1: maybe uh Maybe it was just Marky Mark and the Bunch and they were waiting in like a green room and one of them let a fart rip and somebody came and they were like, oh, God, it's funky in here. And they were like, oh, that's pretty good. Marky Mark and his Funky Bunch, okay. And then that's who they were from then on. Isn't it weird that uh,
2: Mark... All won- your origin stories <laughs> start with a, <laughs> a fart choked up? Pretty
1: much. Uh. I mean, you go back through his... Read a history book, Tim. Mm. Um... Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg, as he prefers to be called now, um, it's weird that he's uh, like a, uh, one of the most successful entertainers. You know, he was a model, he was a musician, and now he's a famous actor. And he he stinks. He doesn't have any talent. He
2: does. He does. This is what I also hate. What everybody being like? Oh, all these people, they have no talent. Like Justin Bieber,
1: this talentless little. The thing is, Justin Bieber is actually super talented.
2: Who? Yeah, like any any of these child stars. You
1: watch uh, watch that video of him uh, drumming as a little yeah, I mean, kid. He's a
2: mediocre drummer, but <laughs>
1: but he was like six years old in that. So I know.
2: Look, you can find a million YouTube videos of of six year old drummers ripping it up. That's fine. Look good, great. Mm-hmm. He's not like a prodigy or whatever, but or maybe he was. But there are a million prodigies. But people with these pop stars like, oh, they're just talentless. It's like, you know what? He got pulled over for DUI in a Lamborghini. Yeah,
1: and he was racing a Ferrari.
2: Yeah. No, no. It was a Lamborghini.
1: But he was racing against a Ferrari.
2: No, I thought it was two Lamborghinis. Oh, I
1: don't know. Which makes it cooler. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um,
1: That guy, I mean, he's living the dream that I had on my uh, Trapper Keeper folders.
2: Exactly. Now- all these people, all these grown-ups are like, oh, what a talentless. Uh, talented F enough up. to get a
1: Lamborghini. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, were you? Did you have a Lamborghini when you were 19 years old?
1: Because
2: no. if you were, because that's what you wanted. And, to, and if you had that and $300 million, you'd probably get arrested for a DUI uh, <laughs> racing in a Lamborghini too. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? You'd have no regrets.
1: Right, they shoe some uh, bikini model off the hood. Exactly. Hey, get out of here! Hey, Catane, uh,
2: gonna... get off the uh... <laughs> get off
1: my my Lambo! I gotta race it.
2: Exactly, I got. And also, he was doing it in the safest way possible, except for being drunk <laughs> and high. <laughs> but he was at least he had his entourage block off the street. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm saying: the kid's a piece of crap, right? Yeah,
3: but, but why he's a kid. He's 19. Why do we care? There's yeah.
2: t- most teenagers I meet are complete pieces of crap, and mm-hmm. Guess what? Uh a bunch of a bun- all this proves like are we going to win a medal everybody everybody on Twitter for pointing out that like uh
1: if you give a teenager uh hundreds of millions of dollars and uh yeah. you know fame and fortune and uh no responsibility that yeah they're going to He's got a
2: lot of responsibility, Tom.
1: To he does. Believers.
2: No, he's got a, a lot of responsibility. He had to go like he he has more of a full-time job than I've ever had, right? That's true. he's always on. Yeah, since they're like uh, going on tour like mm-hmm. and performing for a couple hours a night. That's a, that's a grueling and enterprise. He's got to do press. Exactly. <clears throat> uh
1: record albums, do interviews.
2: Exactly. He has to go on Saturday night live and not understand any of the jokes that he's asked to deliver. <laughs> um but also like are the other thing is like, But then yeah, teenage get... girls like dicks I went to high school. I know this, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, d- all right. He's popular to teenage girls. That does not make him relevant to like Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC. Like yeah. That shouldn't be, or or like, you know, Joe Smith on Twitter, who's thirty five years old. Guess mm-hmm. what? Save your jokes for for a more willing target. Not a more uh, a more uh, appropriate target. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just kind of, um...
2: We're celebrating this guy's downfall. Fine, he's a dick. It's not his downfall, by the way.
1: Yeah, no, he's uh, gonna be fine.
2: He's gonna be fine. He's gonna, gonna do some way.
1: community service, and uh, he'll be back uh, racing and around in his Lambo.
2: through it like he does on his uh, the SNL hosting.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's Ooh. mugging through that mugshot.
2: Yeah, and everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe he did it. It's You know, anything he did, you guys would have wagged your finger at? Yeah, because he's a a shithead 19-year-old who got pulled over for a DUI, and he's Mm -hmm. entitled, and he's crappy. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, You pointed out that, guess what? This guy, in one week, has done more than you will ever do in your life in terms of having fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drunk driving a Lamborghini.
2: Just driving a Lamborghini. Yeah. that's, That's more fun than All the cumulative fun experiences I've had. You know, you can.
1: There are places where you can go and pay like two hundred bucks, and they'll let you drive a. Yeah, right. There are. My brother did it.
2: What? Yeah. You have a brother. (laughs) Yes.
1: He drives a Lamborghini now and then.
2: Wow! For two hundred dollars. Um. Yeah. I bet you got to put down a a, a pretty uh, half a million
1: dollar deposit. Yeah. No, they're insured. You know they'll make you put down deposit on it.
2: No, but the like if you bang that up, you're in some you're in dire straits, right?
1: Um, I don't know what happens.
2: Cause, could you pay like sixty bucks and be like, "All right, I got full collision <laughs> no, on I'm this." I'm just thing. gonna go drive this into would, a wall. Yeah, because that would be the most fun. Like I totaled the Lamborghini, right? I drove Those a Lamborghini aren't safe, though. yawn, right? But yeah. I, I I completely flipped it thirty yeah, times. I demolished this thing. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive.
1: Sixty bucks, and I walked away scot-free.
2: Yeah, great. And the best thing about that is, like, uh, you can just like, uh, you know, gather it all and carry it back to the the dealership or whatever,
1: because uh, it's uh, light. Yeah, it's made small. Of, uh,
2: it's made of uh, plastic, right?
1: No, they're not made of plastic. Huh? You're thinking of Saturns? Yeah, what's have a, have
2: a Lamborghini you just been
1: excited about driving a Saturn?
2: I mean, they're dependable videos uh, the videos <laughs> vehicles. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke
3: <laughs>
2: Tom, yeah, I uh read a very interesting article. Did you? Yeah, it inspired me. um, I think it'll make me a better father. Was
1: it about Justin Bieber? Is this what you're talking about? No,
2: but can I tell you how I say, like, where is his mother? Where is his father? They're they're divorced. That's what, and that's what, like, all the pundits are saying. They're like, oh, where?
1: He's 19. He's a man.
2: Yeah, he's a 19 year old with 300 million dollars. I didn't listen to my mom when I was 19, and I had like 30 bucks.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. He's 19. Like, uh. We we yeah, send people to war yeah. when they're uh that She's old. living
2: in the house that uh he bought her, the, the mansion. Yeah. And uh you know. He's probably like pissed about this, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. So anyway, this guy is a better father. <laughs> Tom, and I think we could all learn from him. Okay. I don't know. Tom, raising a kid, have you ever done it? Mm, no. No. Um me neither. I've never even had a kid
1: let well, alone raised one okay. yeah it's
2: not like i had one i was like this is not for me yeah. <laughs> excuse me no uh, thanks but no thanks please take this back
1: yeah put them in a, 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 um, a, a uh uh what do you call it like a basket and then in the river and it floats down the river
2: you're thinking of batman returns <laughs> yeah
1: i guess i am um that's how uh penguin got got found that is. Um, when Pee Wee Herman got rid of him.
2: This is a man. He wrote a, uh, what is this, Quartz? Is that a publication now?
1: I don't know. You're the one who sent me this article. It's I don't know Q-Z. what you were. It's
2: I don't know. It's this guy, Francis L. Thompson, Tom.
1: Okay, Frank Thompson.
2: No, no, no. Frank- Francis L. Frankie Thompson. Francis L. Thompson. And it's uh, called... Uh, how I made sure all 12 of my kids could pay for college themselves. That's uh, an admirable goal. Mm-hmm. Right? You're talking about having kids, Tom? I, no, I'm,
1: no, I'm not talking about having kids. If you're talking about having no, kids, I'm not.
2: You know, like uh, to pay for college
1: mm-hmm.
2: is going to be like every dime you ever yeah. made in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Costs are out of control.
2: Don't have kids. And thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> Sorry I ruined your whole life. Yeah. Which I did. Um Man, that's
1: not even related to all the, the costs of schooling you.
2: No, that was just paying for all the, the Lamborghinis that i got. <laughs> well, the lam- Lambos I flipped. Found out that there was there were Saturns. Yeah. So those probably that was like what, sixteen grand. A yeah, flip. you just
1: pop the you just pop uh the, the doors back out there yeah, plastic. That's
2: true. Um this guy is an engineer at Northrop Grumman Corp.
1: Okay, so he drives trains.
2: Yep. He led the teams that designed the first DirecTV satellites and missile defense satellites, as well as ground control for these systems. This guy's like a smart, probably really rich guy. Well, he's definitely Uh,
1: really rich. Yeah, I mean, I would hope he's really rich if he uh, designed those things. It's weird to me. DirecTV stinks. (laughs) It's weird to me. Yeah, good
2: job. Uh,. Developing these satellites that every time it rains I can't watch friggin uh, Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah, did you ever have T V? Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, you did?
2: Yeah, I was always trying to watch Nickelodeon, and it was like, <laughs> oh, sorry, it's, uh, it's it's partly cloudy outside, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so your satellites. TV just doesn't work. Yeah. which I, you know, I know it's first world problem, but this guy, you know. Part of my monthly. It was Francis's problem to solve. Satellite TV bill went to him. Yeah.
1: Well, you didn't pay that bill. Um, Satellites, like when we were growing up, do you remember people would have um, gigantic satellites, uh, like ten foot satellites in their backyard?
2: Yeah. Those people were always weird, right?
1: Well, that was because those were people. Those
2: were kids whose dad wanted to watch like porn, right?
1: Well because like, that was because the only the way, way you could get pornography. The, well the way it worked back then was uh like when they when all the TV stations uh went national and international and everything and had to um bounce their signals around satellites it was all unencrypted. It was just, you know, a, a radio wave that they would send up to the satellite and send back. Um so if you had one of these dishes you could pick up the same thing that was meant for whoever else, uh, for you know MTV East to send to MTV West or whatever. Um, so you you could just watch the live feeds that were being sent like through a control room. So you could see people picking their noses.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much saying all curse words.
1: One. But yeah, I think there. But it was weird because you would have to like tune into a frequency. I think. But then you'd also have to, like, point it at the satellites, like, physically, uh, you know, it'd have to be, you know, line of sight at the satellite that you were meant to. So I don't think it was like you could flip through the channels. I think it was like, well, I can watch three things, and I'm going to have to go outside and, like, recalibrate this huge parabolic dish. Yeah, but weirdos will do that. Yeah.
2: Weirdos are always willing to recalibrate things.
1: <laughs> and That's true.
2: Like, it, like. 70% of a weirdo's time is taken just up by <laughs> recalibrations.
1: Yeah. Um but then uh I remember like Direct TV came out and I think they were I think they were tricking people or at least they tricked me as like a you know 9-year-old boy into thinking it was the same thing but just a tiny satellite dish. Uh which I guess it kind of was but you know they had regular channels.
2: Yeah. Nickelodeon.
1: I'd, li- I'd like to get. I'd, I think they fixed all that stuff with, uh, with uh, the.
2: Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm, I'm talking about once, this was like they, 1992.
1: Once they pushed Francis out the door, and they got all this stuff fixed. He was too busy raising 12 kids to figure out how to make a TV yeah, he work had in the rain. 12 kids. Well, I'll tell you what, Tim. You, that's not the guy you wanted working on it because it, he. I don't think he even let his kids watch TV. So they probably came to him one day and were like. Oh, when it rains, kids can't wash Nickelodeon. He's probably like, Good, they shouldn't be washing that garbage anyway.
2: Yeah, but doesn't that suck? Your life's work is facilitating uh, the distribution of stuff that you think is crap?
1: No, but he was probably like, "Good, it gives them an excuse to recalibrate. Yeah, that's that's the most fun. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's what these things are for. Yeah,
2: don't they know that uh, they could just go up onto the roof and recalibrate whenever they're, it's partly cloudy? Yeah.
3: So sit back, get comfortable.
0: Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
1: I could stay here forever.
0: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience.
3: Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: My wife and I had 12 children over the course of 15 and a half years. That poor woman.
1: Yeah. Tim, do you know how long it takes to have a baby?
2: Seven months.
1: No, nine months.
2: Oh, like the movie with uh, Hugh Grant.
1: Yeah, that's what that movie was about. Uh. How many months it takes to have a baby. Nine, so out of 15 and a half years, you said? Yeah. And 12, I can't do the math to figure out how many months of that. She She
2: was pregnant for 15 years, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's what? like like You get a two-month break from being pregnant. That's not a...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it would be what probably like a four or five month break on average when you do the math.
2: Yeah, Tom, have you ever been pregnant?
1: No. Tim, once again, you're confused. Just like you confuse your life with Waterworld, and I have to remind you all the time. You always confuse my life with Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle Junior. Right. Which is not.
2: You were. You were not the.
1: I was not the protagonist. Inspiration for or, the, the or film. inspiration no.
2: I was really hoping because, like, Danny DeVito in that movie would have been me, right? The sidekick that like put the serum in you. The baby. Yeah, I mean he he got he got how did how did he get pregnant? in that? I don't
1: know. Danny DeVito got him pregnant though.
2: No, but not like that. Well. No, he like shot shot him with a shot or something, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's a one on Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I haven't seen.
2: You haven't seen every single Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I think have I have. I haven't, Whoa, hold I, on. Haven't,
1: I haven't seen Last Stand yet, but it's on Netflix. You were going to watch that. Crazy. What? They're great movies.
2: No, they're not. It's
1: a prank video where he plays Howard at the gym.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, I know it's funny to be like, oh, yeah, uh, he's funny and all that. But you haven't seen all these movies? These movies? Name stand. a movie,
1: I'll tell you if I've seen it. Uh, Total Recall, seen it. Hold on. Predator, Sorry. seen it. Terminator, seen it. Terminator 2 on my list.
2: Hercules in New York.
1: Yeah, that's one where they dubbed his voice over.
2: Yeah, he's uh Arnold Strong, Mr. <laughs> Universe in that.
1: Yeah, cuz they were like, "How do you spell your laugh? Forget it. Strong."
2: Uh, TV movie doesn't count, right? No. Let me let me start at uh uh The Villain. He plays handsome stranger.
1: I'm talking about starring roles here.
2: Scavenger Hunt, he plays Lars
1: what year was that?
2: That was 79. All right, here yeah, here we go. Come on. Here we go. Starting 82. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian.
1: Yeah, of course. And Conan the Destroyer.
2: Yep. Have you seen Am I pronouncing this right? The Terminator? Yeah. Okay. Red Sonja?
1: Red Sonja, yeah.
2: Sonja? Commando?
1: Uh-huh.
2: You played John Matrix in that?
1: Yeah. The Commando's hey. awesome. Uh, uh uh Alicia Milano. Uh Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. She uh plays his daughter. Cool. They kidnap her. She
2: also played Tony Danza's daughter. Yeah. Who would you rather have as a dad, real quick?
1: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Why? He'd break your mom's heart.
1: Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh but you should have seen what he did to get his daughter back.
2: You should have seen what Tony Danza did to give his daughter a good life. That's
1: that's what He had
2: to deal with Mona, who was always trying to kiss him, mm-hmm. and Angela. really was too big for her britches
1: but in commando he told this guy sully that he liked him and because he liked him he was going to kill him last but then he didn't and uh when he reminds him that uh he had told him he was going to kill him last and the guy uh, sully says yes i do remember he tells him i lied and then he drops him into uh you know like off a cliff
2: well so he did kill him last
1: No, he still had more people left to kill. Oh, I see. The first guy, I think he killed. Well, that
2: was out of necessity then, right? Yeah. Because he he saw he had the opportunity (laughs) to kill this guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap, but I can't go back on my word. Unless. (laughs) Unless. Yeah, I I look like a badass. He
1: uh, he also snapped the guy's uh, neck on a plane, and then he told the stewardess not to uh, bother him because his friend was dead tired.
2: Oh, that's good. (laughs) Um, what was Raw Deal about, Tom? It was
1: about they gave him the raw deal, so he decided he was going to give them the raw deal.
2: Why did he play two roles in it?
1: Oh, I don't remember.
2: You don't. You never saw. I raw saw deal. Raw Deal. Name it one other person good. in Raw Deal.
1: Isn't that the one with uh, John uh, Jim Belushi? John Belushi. Nope. Jim Belushi.
2: Nope. There is nobody of note in this movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a very good movie. I don't think the movie was kind of a raw deal. I don't, th- I don't think you saw I've it. I've seen Raw Deal.
2: Um, I just think it's an odd lie that you just made up. <laughs> Predator, Running Man, Red Heat. You've never seen Red I've Heat. I've seen
1: Red Heat. What's that about? It's about the, the, how it's so hot. I don't remember. Like, a lot of them are garbage, but I've seen them.
2: That's the one with Jim Belushi. Yeah. Um. Have you ever seen... I know this isn't very interesting... <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's such an. ass fine. I'm not recording. Okay. Uh. Good. Um. Oh, I guess he's got some clunkers, man. Wait. He played uh himself and Dave.
1: Yeah. Probably like a cameo.
2: Kindergarten cop.
1: That was when he was first building up the idea that you know it will be in this movie, Dave, and then people think well, I could see this man in politics.
2: You. So you didn't see? You've seen Eraser.
1: Yeah, with uh, uh Vanessa, Vanessa what's her Williams? name? Yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, eraser.
2: Jingle all the way. I watched that the other night. <laughs> <laughs> it holds up.
1: Yeah, Sinbad.
2: End of days was the worst. The sixth day. Yeah.
1: I was was the cloned.
2: Other Collateral damage. The rundown you didn't watch.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the rundown.
2: Around the World in 80 Days, he didn't watch that crap.
1: No, I want to see that. But he's he's like barely in that.
2: The Kid and I? I don't
1: think I saw that.
2: Oh, that's the one with Bruce Willis or something, right? No, you're thinking Tom of Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. It's like a documentary or something. Oh. I, I don't know. All right, okay. <laughs>
1: Look. How did this even come up? Um. Oh, yeah. we were talking about uh, how you think you get my life confused with Junior.
2: Yeah. Which is a movie that you haven't even seen. Yeah, I haven't seen Junior. So how do you know? We should watch Junior. All right. Next week we should do the episode about Junior. Sure. Okay. Uh this guy was all like uh now
1: you're talking about Francis L. Yeah. Thompson again. Yeah. The man who raised twelve the man who <laughs> kept getting his wife pregnant. <laughs> man. That's a long time to be pregnant, 15 years.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to... Look, I'm not judging anybody's life decisions. No,
1: but that's got to be hard. Like, I don't... Yeah,
2: don't you think when she gets like a three-month break, she's like, oh, man, this is great. And then she's like, ah, crap, this again.
1: Her default, like, uh, way she was was being pregnant. Yeah. That's got to be very difficult. Good for her, though. Yeah. I don't envy getting pregnant. I don't envy
2: anybody who's ever gotten pregnant. Um, So anyway, this guy... uh, uh,
1: Francis L. Thompson.
2: Yeah. Um, I share with you the things that we did, but first let me tell you the results. This is how they they raise their children. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, Uh, he's an engineer. Timmy is a results-based man.
2: All 12 of my children have college degrees or are in school. And we as parents did not pay for it. Most have graduate degrees. Those who are married have wonderful spouses with the same ethics and college degrees too. We have 18 grandchildren who are learning the same things that our kids learned. Self-respect, gratitude, and a desire to give back to society. That's great.
1: <laughs> but. <Bye. laughs>
2: I feel like it's undermined by him like going on the internet and bragging about it. Yeah. Right or am I is this sour grapes? Um no, I Because f- like in order for me to catch up, I need to go back in time 10 years and start and get a girl pregnant immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it is kind of I mean, it uh, this article <clears throat> Sorry. Uh it, it does kind of come off as uh not bragging, but like listen. I'll tell you how you you raise kids. This is how because everybody else is doing it wrong.
2: Yeah, which is fine. Like you're allowed to. To I mean, I don't even think it's everybody Sounds else. Like his
1: that. dad didn't teach him humility.
2: Exactly. Um. So the kids. I had bet t-
1: he punched me in the face for uh, <laughs> speaking ill of his father.
2: Yeah, and uh, probably would be right to do so. Yeah, whatever. You you don't speak about man. somebody's father.
1: Yeah. I just did it. Come and get me. Come at me, Frankie. Francis
2: L. Thompson. Um, kids had to perform chores from age three. A three-year-old does not clean toilets very well, but by the time <laughs> he is four, he does a reasonably good job. You know what? That's... You know what? I don't... Uh, I had to learn how to clean things up. God, my mother, God bless her, mm-hmm. would clean everything. And you my just dad, love too. a
1: three-year-old does not clean toilets well.
2: Yeah, but it's not hard to clean a toilet. No. But the other thing is, did you... Clean a toilet before you went to college? You had no No, idea. Like you always assume that's a daunting task. I didn't. I didn't even. Well,
1: I didn't. I never had my own toilet in college, so I certainly wasn't cleaning the public toilets. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Well, and I was roommates with you for a few years, and you never cleaned the toilet. Have you ever cleaned a toilet? Yeah, I
1: clean toilets.
2: I don't think that's true. I I don't think you've ever cleaned a toilet.
1: Tim, I've got two thousand flushes right now.
2: Yeah, but you... you, Yeah, it's a tablet you put in. It cleans the toilet. You flush 2,000 times in a weekend, Tom. Yeah. You're in there all the time.
1: Well, that's how I kick back and relax. I know, but I mean,
2: are you switching that out every few days?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a sick uh,
2: 2,000 flushes uh, habit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I will say this. If... You know, uh, you could criticize this guy saying, uh, "Yeah, having a three-year-old clean the toilet," but it's not like you're having a three-year-old clean the toilet at, at the public restroom in Central Park. If a toilet is frequently cleaned,
2: guess what? Twelve kids, though. You got a family yeah, of fourteen geez, in there.
1: Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Actually, yeah. I didn't think about that. I was just saying, like, oh, if you clean the toilet once a week, it's not going to be that bad. But I'm forgetting about the volume. Maybe of it's every
2: day. But the other thing is, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying that's a good that thing. That
1: poor last kid. That poor youngest kid, three years old, he's cleaning up after, uh, you know, 14 uh, or 13 other people. Yeah. Yeah, The kid must have been cleaning toilets full time.
2: This kid probably uh, has been in shock (laughs) (laughs) since he was three years old, because that's normal. Uh, They got allowances based on how they did the chores for the week, so it was performance based. Mm Mm-hmm. we had the children wash their own clothes. By the time they turned eight, we assigned them a wash day. I had to wash my own clothes.
1: I never had to wash my own clothes. You
2: never had to do anything. Did you? I did it once in a while, but I'd always, wise. I'd always
1: ruin it. Really? Yeah. I'd always have to garden for chores, which I hated. Uh. And and <laughs> did
2: it ever yield anything? Like, was it ever like we're eating the cucumbers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Oh really? really? I mean, we had like a pretty big vegetable garden but um oh, that's my, cool but my thing was always um that uh i would always argue my parents that uh this was like their hobby why were they making me be involved in it i was like you do this you don't have to do this you do this as a hobby maybe they're not want do day preppers no because like, i never got to do have
2: to subsist on on your own
1: no, because I never got to do any of the fun stuff. I, all I, all I, had, I had to weed. They would yeah. make me weed. Yeah, because if you were a kid, get to, wouldn't like, you
2: be like, hey, do the most annoying thing? Yeah. And it's, it, it takes the least amount of brain power.
1: Yeah. Well, and in their defense, uh, I remember sometimes we'd be like, oh, I'm going to pick the vegetables. and so I'd just come in with all, you know, unripe <laughs> vegetables yeah. and be like, oh, you ruined everything. You ruined like you it. always do.
2: Make you sleep in the doghouse. It made
1: me sleep literally in the doghouse.
2: Uh, when they started reading, they had to make dinner by reading a recipe. They also had to learn to double a recipe. That's good. And there's certainly doubling and tripling recipes, I'm mm-hmm. sure, in this house.
1: Yeah. I would uh, cook dinner sometimes. My brother would cook dinner sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I never, like, That's beyond like a, like a pizza thing.
2: bagel or something. <laughs> yeah. Or a bobbly pizza. Do you remember bobbly pizza, time? Oh, Yeah.
1: They don't make those anymore, do they?
2: I don't know. I'm Jonesing for some Bobley right now. I'll yeah. tell you that. Much. Well,
1: what well, well, was that? Was just uh, it was like a just a pizza crust.
2: Yeah, but then you could buy the bobbly branded sauce because <laughs> what I would always do is I would uh, buy the the spaghetti sauce. Oh, you it's like amateur hour or something. Yeah. Like it'd be like, why is this watery, runny sauce ruining this pizza? Because I bought the wrong thing. But I didn't learn.
1: I didn't learn. You know what I don't like. Um... Once in a while I'll make a pizza. Um and the the supermarket near me sells uh like pretty good locally made uh frozen uh pizza dough, but it's New York pizza dough. And you can go to most pizza places and they'll sell you dough. Uh did you know that?
2: I did not know that. Insider
1: tip, Tim. You go to a pizza place and you say, "Hey, you, you sell me some dough?" And
2: uh and they'll be like, "Good, with this rotten dough that yeah. uh, we can't use, we'll get rid of this." No,
1: they'll sell you dough for like a a buck or two. Really? Yeah. But you
2: don't have a pizza oven, so that's- doesn't yeah.
1: matter. You got a regular oven.
2: You ever uh, think about getting maybe a pizza stone?
1: <laughs> uh Oh, yeah, yeah. I've thought about it.
2: They're too expensive, right?
1: They're pretty expensive. You
2: know what we should go on Shark Tank for?
1: <laughs> Cheap pizza stone? Yeah. Just made with, out of regular rocks.
2: Yeah. Pizza stones for the masses.
1: Yeah. It's made out of concrete.
2: Yeah. How do we do it? Volume.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, and
2: And make them out of concrete. Just make them very poorly. Very poorly made pizza stones.
1: I saw on the internet some places selling now, uh, you know, maybe like a uh, a, a Hamacher Schlemmer, you know, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Outdoor pizza oven.
2: Okay. If I had a
1: house, I'd have an outdoor pizza oven. I'd be out there cooking pizza. If (laughs) you had
2: a house, if you had the means, Tom, Uh you would have the most grotesque mess of a house however i would love to come over for a party yeah like you'd I'd have so many ga- making like pizzas if you were so bieber arcade you, machine yeah i wish i wish ball. you had bieber's money because yeah. me if i had bieber's money i i'd try to go all like high class with it uh-huh and like fail because yeah. i'm just a poser right? yeah like i would buy like people smell that, the new money on exactly. you exactly you, they'd smell the new money on you, too, but also it's just like but you'd I'd be on it on new stuff. Yeah, and you'd be like-
1: Outdoor pizza oven.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: th- I have a pizza chef making all the pizzas. One of throwing those- Throwing them uh, up in the air.
2: Floors in the bathroom that's hot. Yeah. So you don't have to walk on a cold floor. Pac-Man.
1: You can make those yourself.
2: Not legally.
1: Yeah, you can. You can? I can't. But I mean, you can do it.
2: Yeah, like a lot of people can do a lot of things. Yeah,
1: those aren't even that fancy anymore. I remember when Bill Gates had a heated driveway. That was like the biggest thing. Like this guy's so rich, he has a heated driveway. And then it came out that uh, a lot of people in the area had heated driveways because it wasn't that expensive to do.
2: How expensive is it for a heated driveway? Can Um, I get one?
1: You don't. If I had a house, (laughs) yeah. Because if you think about it, it's not. It's, you know, running some pipes under concrete
2: that's that true. heat
1: up. And, and they said like a lot of people have them because it's, it's expensive. It's a luxury, but it's not that expensive. And if you I have mean,
2: ha- that is kind of a thing. Like your driveway gets better treatment than many people have in their homes, but that's with everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't.
2: I'm not going to apologize for being extraordinarily wealthy, Tom, if that's what you're trying to get me to do.
1: Well, and it, it's not, it's not, uh, to, you know, make your driveway really nice, it's uh, so you don't have to shovel snow.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Just melts away.
2: I get it, but along, that's, that makes your driveway very nice, Tom.
1: Along with your cares.
2: Melt your cares away. Mm-hmm. Heated driveway. Um, that's our Shark Tank pitch.
1: Uh, you, were, you Oh, anyway, I was going to say, so I buy uh, pizza dough sometimes um
2: you go to the pizza place and buy pizza dough. no i've done
1: in the past but there's no you haven't i have you're lying i'm not lying to you
2: tom that's such a weird you're lying you're making up (laughs) such weird lies today
1: i'm telling you i've seen every old schwarzenegger movie and that i've bought pizza dough those aren't weird (laughs) lies those aren't extravagant have you
2: done uh, have you bought pizza dough in the last five years yes Bullshit, because you would have talked about it on this program. Tom. No, I think <laughs> you, I have talked about it. Maybe you have. Maybe that's how I knew it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, I don't go through that trouble now because they sell uh frozen pizza. I don't make pizzas that often. I just <laughs> order them. Um. But uh, they sell frozen pizza. Too. It's pretty good. But uh, I'm very disappointed with their selection of pizza sauces. Yeah. They've only got two.
2: What at the supermarket? Yeah. Okay.
1: They're both ragu. One is- uh,
2: Better than Prego. Prego's so depressing.
1: <laughs> one is uh, pizza sauce, and the other one is uh, home-style pizza sauce.
2: Yeah. What are you, what are you looking What's for? What's the
1: difference? I, I've i looked at both of these things over and over. I cannot figure out what the difference between really? the two is. Yeah. Oh,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. It's <laughs> probably like garlic or something.
1: But which one? Uh. Just call it pizza sauce with garlic, and then that's the one I'll buy. Well- and I feel like home style pizza sauce. It's like, well no, I'm trying to get as close to uh, you know, a pizzeria pizza as possible here. I don't want a home pizza. I'm already making a home it's gonna taste like a home pizza no matter how hard I try. What I don't need the pizza sauce setting me back even further.
2: Look, man, here.
1: I'm gonna go to the pizza place and see if they'll sell me all the ingredients. <laughs>
2: You should, while you're there, you should see. Because uh, hey, can you just throw this in the oven for a few <laughs> minutes for me?
1: Yeah, tell you what, while you're back there, uh, I'll I'll handle the throwing it in the air. Thank you very much. That's all you want to do. Yeah, um, and then sing a sing a fake Italian song while I'm doing it.
2: The boys and girls had to learn how to sew.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't I learned know how to, how to sew. sew.
2: Like I know how to sew. I don't know how to end it. Yeah, you know.
1: So what? Good one.
2: So buttons.
1: Oh, you got me there.
2: I don't know what to do at the end. Like tying it off always results in like a huge messy. You knot. You gotta
1: like loop it around and stuff. I and...
2: understand. <laughs> I know in I know theoretically how it works. Yeah, but I can't make it work in practice. Okay. So uh, that's no. That's
1: a good skill to know, especially nowadays. People throw clothes out once they're uh, once they got a hole in them. Sew so that hole right up.
2: Education was very important. And then our they family. go to a
1: store and they spend a lot of money on clothes that look uh, distressed. Kids. I bet me and Francis could talk about this. I yeah. bet he's got a lot of opinions they, about uh,
2: it. By jeans with the holes already ripped in them. Yeah. What the heck.
1: Yeah. Sew so them up. Uh, what else is What was the next one?
2: Study time, Tom. Education was very important in our family. Mm. Oh, really, Francis? <laughs> We had. Studi- You're
1: aware this isn't Francis from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, right? <laughs> it's
2: the only way I could be angrier at this man. No, you know what? I can't tell if I'm angry at him or not. We had study time from 6 to 8 p.m. every weekday. No television, no computer, games, or other activities until two hours were up. They had no homework. They They read books. For those too young to be in school, we had someone read books to them. After the two hours, they could do whatever they wanted as long as they were in by curfew. Even murder? I guess so, but Francis raised them with such great ethics that they didn't even murder. Oh, look at me. My my kid didn't murder
1: anybody. He's oh.
2: allowed to. <laughs> oh, Francis, great. Your kid isn't a murderer.
1: Um, it in our faces. I feel like that is... Uh, y-
2: this is the most fair rule ever.
1: Well, but I also feel like, yeah, that he's he's making this out like it's a big revolutionary thing. Um, I think that that's just kind of what happens anyway. That no, like, that didn't happen to me. What? I didn't have like time restraints or whatever. But it, you know, most of the time you would have that much, especially when you get older. Like I would you have, have hours. Good
2: for this. I would have. I would have <laughs> rebelled if my parents tried to impose this on me. Right. I would that's have been um, the biggest piece of garbage. Like you gotta get, like Francis is smart. Cause Mm -hmm. he had all this like figured out. He had some sort of weird master plan for his kids. Mm -hmm. So like he indoctrinated them like upon birth, right? Because unless you do that, Mm -hmm. like if you have like a a nine year old and you're like, hey, you know what i was thinking for two hours every night, uh, you know, like when the best reruns, when the best syndicated TV shows are on, (laughs) uh, you can't do anything. You just got to sit there and read or like do your math homework. The kid will be like, cool to hell. And then yeah. they they'd revolt. They'd slash your tires, <laughs> and maybe they'd slash your face if they're yeah. in a gang.
1: Yeah, and a lot of nine year olds nowadays are. I don't know. Um,
2: yeah. I accidentally engaged Siri. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you got engaged to Siri. You can't have children with her, Tim. You've been uh, you've been watching too much of that uh, that movie Her. Uh, it's not a uh, real life, buddy.
2: All the kids were required to take every advanced placement class there was. We did not let entrance scores be an impediment. We went to the school and demanded our kids be let in. Then we as parents spent the time to ensure they had the understanding to pass the class. After the first child, the school learned that we kept our promise that the kids could be <laughs> we the in. were a pain
1: ending. in the ass. And
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like This is the one that I really take. Well,
1: this one I don't get. If you're so good at raising your kids, how come they couldn't get in? How come they didn't you know do well enough on the entrance Flunkers. test? Clunkers. He's got a bunch of clunker kids. No, no.
2: You got 12 kids. A couple of them are going to be clunkers. But he's
1: saying the first one was a clunker.
2: No, no, no. After the first child that they went and. Oh, so after the first clunker,
1: it wasn't necessarily the first kid. No. But I'm just saying like.
2: Or maybe it would make sense that it's the first kid because every subsequent kid could be tutored by a child who had already taken the class. Or just given the answers. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, crib sheets, crib sheets. (laughs) Um, Maybe he's just uh, raising some really good cheaters. Maybe. Ever think of that, Francis? Yeah. Maybe they're cheats and liars.
1: (laughs) Maybe these 12 kids their whole life have just been pulling a big scam on you and your wife. (laughs) The oldest kid, you know, the ringleader. Yeah, the ringleader. He's been he's been running the show the whole time. You know, he's like, Oh, here's the book to read, Little Ones, and inside, Playboy magazines.
2: Exactly. That's probably what they're reading, Playboys.
1: Or a uh, portable DVD player.
2: Uh, if children would come home and say that a teacher hated them or was not fair, a response was that you need to find a way to get along.
1: What if the teacher hated them because um, they hated their parents?
2: I mean, that was probably it. <laughs> but also, like, I think that's a good response to a kid. Like, yeah. Oh, yep, sucks, right? And then... uh. We would not enable children to, quote, blame the teacher for not learning, but the responsibility for learning material back on the child.
1: Yeah. But then you don't teach kids to do things out of spite.
2: You need to find a what?
1: <laughs> Spite's the strongest motivator of them all. Oh,
2: yeah. that's uh, I, Tom, I have not accomplished much in this life uh, <laughs> but, yet.
1: But the things you have. Spite. Yeah. Spite
2: or uh, anxiety.
1: Yep. Same here.
2: Two biggest motivators mm-hmm. um and Francis is not instilling either of these <laughs> values in there oh
1: I know he expects these kids to grow up uh good and normal if uh, they're not uh doing things have <laughs> anxiety and spite
2: all right uh we're running out of time, so uh we're oh, gonna we're goodness. gonna blow through these um
1: what would Francis say picky eaters Did my not children allowed? always finish their podcasts on time oh, I,
2: I can't I can't live to this standard. <laughs> that Francis is setting. They uh, put out five
1: episodes a week.
2: We wanted to balance diet, but hated it. And they always we were have time to
1: solve problems at the end.
2: And parents made us eat all our food. Sometimes we were full and just did not want to eat anymore. One, Our rule was to give the kids the food they hated most first, usually vegetables, mm-hmm. and then they got the next type of food. They did not have to eat it and could leave the table. If later they complained they were hungry... We would get out that food that they did not want to eat, warm it up in the microwave, and provide it to them. Again, they did not have to eat it. But they got no other food <laughs> until the next meal unless they ate it. Until the next meal unless they ate it. That, to me, like, that makes sense. Like, this guy's an engineer, and he's like, yup, yep, yeah. this is the the most fit. Twelve kids. Let's say <sighs> six of these kids opt. You no, know, like, two of them opt after the vegetables. I've had it. Yeah. I don't want anything else. So, all right. But, uh, but, uh, not his
1: problem. It's pregnant wife's problem.
2: Exactly. And so she has to keep track. All right. This is Johnny and Jane's, yeah. uh, meal. All right. Put that in the refrigerator. After the second, after the meat, uh, yeah, uh, uh, two more. You go. I mean, it's in the, theoretically, this seems like a good idea, but it's also, a like, a lot of work. They just tell like, the kid when that's I not was... how humans eat meals no. either.
1: <laughs> like, the, here's your first course peas. When I was a kid, my parents would have the same thing. I'd have to eat everything, but they wouldn't go through all this bullshit. They'd be like, you have to eat everything on your plate or else you can't get up.
2: Can't argue with results, though. They are thin, athletic, and very healthy. With 12 kids, you would think that at least one would have some food allergies or, or food special needs, but they don't. And then in parentheses, I am not a doctor.
1: So he's basically saying if your kid's got like a nut allergy, it's because you're a worse parent than me. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: Try having more kids and be a weirdo, and then maybe your kid (laughs) wouldn't have a terrible allergy.
1: Make make them eat foods one at a time. Mm. Uh, No, my parents would. I would. I would have to sit there until I finished everything. Yeah, and that's simple enough. Uh, That's so much more complicated and so much more catering to the kid when it's like because what I the the way I was raised was a I always like eating the worst thing first. Yeah, I like to save the best for last, um, but uh, the way I was raised was all right. Well, you have to like either clear your plate or eat enough that you know we're satisfied. This is like catering way more. Like, because if I were if I were one of those kid kids, I would start fucking with them. I'd be like, oh no, I'm hungry. Make them heat up. Yeah. I don't want it.
2: Well, that's the thing. I believe. <laughs> Put I was, it away. I was taught uh-huh. like hey, your mom and your dad's time is valuable. Yeah, exactly. They're going to make dinner because we all have to eat. Yeah. And eat it um, and don't be a jerk about it. But if you don't eat it, yeah, like, uh, okay, fine. Like, you, There's only so much begging for you to uh, provide nutrients for your body <laughs> yeah. that we're going to do. And then, like, guess what? You, you lost yeah, your chance. Yeah, you're not going to starve or, overnight. Yeah. And it's not like... Oh, but if you come back, um, like, no, my yeah. mom had shit to do. My mom yeah. had, uh, was grading in paper. She was a teacher. Right. Yeah. Uh, my dad was, uh, was, uh, th- inventing, uh, <laughs> uh, dish network TV. <laughs> really? Yeah. He yeah. Was,
1: oh, wow. He was Francis, uh, Thompson's yeah, you know main what? competitor.
2: I should have disclosed that at the beginning. Wow. Of this, yeah. I, like, mean, I, I feel like be that biased.
1: might bias your judgment. Yeah. Um,
2: all I know is uh, when it was raining, out, I could watch Nickelodeon with Dish Network.
1: Uh, that's so. That was the the impetus for him to invent it. He wasn't an inventor or an engineer before, but he's like, I've had it. You know, my
2: son needs to watch uh, Rugrats.
1: Yeah, he, he, he went down to his workbench and said, "Don't bother me yeah. until I'm done."
2: Yeah, I can't be. Sorry, I can't heat up some food in, uh, in yeah. the microwave for you every ten minutes when you. Uh, deem it's time for uh, for you to eat yeah.
1: when you've changed your mind. Uh, it sounds like he's not teaching his kids that uh, uh, decisions have consequences. All
2: right. There's a lot more, Tom. I just want to get through this last one because okay. I think it might be a lie. All right. This is under the heading of independence. Uh, when the kids turned 16-
1: They got their own country.
2: We bought each a car. All
1: right.
2: The first one learned- what That's that better meant. than I got. Yeah. As the tow truck pulled a, new, uh, pulled a once, quote, new car into the driveway, my oldest proclaimed, Dad, it's a wreck. I said, yes, but a 19- <laughs> There's a
1: body inside of
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> you dredged this up from the bottom of a lake. <laughs> yes, but a 1965 Mustang fastback wreck. Here are the repair manuals. Tools are in the garage. I will pay for every part, but will not pay for labor. 11 months later, the car had a rebuilt engine, rebuilt transmission, newly upholstered interior, a new suspension system, and a new coat of paint. My daughter, yes, it was my daughter, had one of the hottest cars at high school, and her pride that she built it was beyond imaginable. As a side note, none of my kids ever got a ticket for speeding, even though no car had less than 450 horsepower. All right, besides that little FU at the end, like, yeah
1: um horse shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's like so he's saying he always bought them like nice older but uh, and you know uh, wrecks or whatever, quote unquote. But uh it sounds like he's always buying them muscle cars. Yeah. Right? Uh four, 450 horsepower every mm-hmm. car had. yeah So this was obviously he likes cars. And that's why he was like, no, I'm going to buy you, you know, like me and you, when we were teenagers and we got cars, like, uh, uh, we got clunkers, you know? Yeah. You got, like, a an old sedan. And it was like, well, you know, if uh, you need to fix it, I don't know what, <laughs> what you're going to do. Just drive like, it into be, the ground. It'd
2: be really cool. And I can see this guy, an engineer, like, no, you're going to learn how this works. And yeah, yeah, on. yeah. But, like. When were these kids doing... Oh, uh, earlier they had to play a sport and do a different extracurricular activity. Mm -hmm. And And
1: two hours of study time. Yeah, Yeah, and uh,
2: community service. Mm -hmm. Um, When did this girl build this car? Uh, And chores. Yeah. And uh, it it sounds like it took them all three hours to eat dinner.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just... It's unreasonable that... um, Because then he talks about how a kid put oil in the radiator. Yeah. But
2: guess what? He's such a good dad. He's just like, well, fix it. I'm not mad at you.
1: And that's that's admirable. That's nice. Like, uh, don't don't get mad at a kid for being, you know, not for being stupid for doing. He didn't know, um, which I like. But you're telling me this kid didn't know not to put oil in the radiator, but he built this fucking car all by himself. Give me a break. No way. No way. Because you've gotta. <laughs> That's anyone who builds these cars and works on these cars. Like, that's a big hobby to do that kind of stuff.
2: Just ask Tim the Toolman Taylor. You remember how long he was was working on that hot hot rod rod forever. Yeah, like through like seven seasons of that show. Yeah. JTT grew from like a little uh, kid into uh, a heartthrob. You can't just. In the time that uh, (laughs) Tim the Toolman Taylor was working on his hot rod,
1: you can't just hand him a repair manual. It's not like a, a a fucking Ikea instructions where it explains, it's like, oh, no, here's a repair manual meant for a trained mechanic. Yeah. Uh, who already is familiar with how all these tools work, how every part of a car works. See, here's how to repair this specific type of radiator see, this or this calls
2: into question the entire article yeah. now. You know, he he, he he flew too close to the sun, my friend. Yeah. With his uh, wings of wax. Yeah. Him crashing to the ground.
1: Plus, you know that that kid complained. That sounds like a shitty kid. It sounds like these kids weren't that great.
2: No, these kids are got, gar- but <laughs> like they never got a speeding ticket. Because
1: if that first kid was like, "Dad, it's a wreck." Like if, uh, if, if when I was sixteen, my dad was like, "Hey, we got this, uh, you know, sixty-five Mustang, and uh, we're gonna rebuild it together." I'd be like, "Oh, awesome!" Like because every other kid I know. Uh, he's driving a
2: Geo Metro.
1: Yeah, it just has, you know, some crappy hand me down right. if they have anything. But like, oh, I'm going to, like, oh, this is work, but like, it's cool guy work. Yeah. You know, uh, like, the, he's got a kid complaining about it.
2: Look, ideally, look, this seems like something. Yeah, it probably would produce a cool kid. Like, all the stuff in this article, and we'll post a link to this article. Mm-hmm. But it also seems to make for insufferable dads yeah
1: right? well and i was gonna say uh i'd like to talk to uh some people who went to school with these kids because i bet they were the weird kids because i think also when you get a family that's that big um it's like uh th- i've got enough siblings to keep track of i'm not gonna make friends right <laughs> like uh which
2: is fine i i, I don't think that's uh yeah but those are weird. Not really.
1: My brother's my best friend.
2: You know what? If you have twelve <laughs> kids, if you have to, if you have eleven brothers and sisters, my mom's
1: my best friend.
2: Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's the problem with this Bieber stuff. Yeah. It's a bunch of grownups trying to act like they're hip and with it, like a, like the cool mom. Yeah, and it's like the head of CNN cannot be the cool mom, Jeff Zucker cannot be the cool dad who knows about Justin Bieber, right? Yeah. He's be like, "No, you have to report on Syria, sir. Like this is this is what you have to do." Yeah. Um,
1: well, they there. I saw there. I didn't watch it, but I saw there was a video where I guess CNN was like interviewing a congressman. No, no, no it was MSNBC. It's Andrew oh, and Mitchell. and they, they was, cut yeah. in. Yeah. And, like cut off a congressman and like, wait, oh, stop talking about something that affects our country, and it was the NSA stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Anyway. Uh. We'll post a the link to that article. These kids nowadays, and look, on
1: CNN and MSNBC. What it
2: basically comes down to, Tom, mm-hmm. it's really easy to raise a kid. Yeah, no how brainer. How hard could it be?
1: Yeah, Jesus. Just teach them uh, spite and anxiety at an early age, and the rest takes care of itself.
2: Yeah, and you know the beavers of the world will be their role models. Yeah, and
1: hey, I raised this dog, and it's climbing inside a pillow now. It knows, it knows it how to entertain just itself. in that pillow, Tom. Nah, it's climbing inside the pillow.
2: Right. And I'm gonna raise
1: kids one day, they're gonna learn the same thing. How to entertain themselves.
2: With just a pillow.
1: With just a pillow. Climb inside the pillow, kid.
2: Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh that's all the time we got.
1: Yeah. If you like the show, you can go to TCGTE.com find out more. You can go to Facebook.com slash complete guide and like us. Uh you can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. Follow us
2: you can follow me. Us being
1: <laughs> The Royal Us. The <laughs> Royal
2: Us. At Your Pal Tim.
1: Uh and uh Uh if you're doing your shopping, tcgt.com slash Amazon and do it through there.
2: Yeah, and we got t shirts and all stuff. Oh yeah, t shirts.
1: Oh and uh and we we're, we're coming to London, we announced. And yeah. people have been asking. Well people ask because we posted this before we uh, before people have listened to the episode, I think, and they're like, "Oh, where else are you coming? We're working on other cities. No new cities from last year. And last year it was Dublin, Edinburgh, Manchester, London. Right. I don't think any new cities. Here's don't get all hot and bothered about new cities. Let's but we're gonna say, try. Let's just
2: and, say we're trying to get to all of those. We're cities. trying to
1: get back to all of those. Yeah. Right. But,
2: but where that's 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 the that's our scope right now. Yeah, yeah.
1: And people are like, come to this city. It's only an hour away. Well, no, we're not going to do that because it's only an hour away. You're an hour away. Come to the, to oh, the that's, show That's a shitty way to put it, Tom. Well, that's the way I'm going to put it, Tim. Well, if you're an I'm hour away raise... from one of these cities, I'm trying... odds are
2: you and your friend will be the only one in the audience if we come to that city. Tim, I'm so... trying
1: to raise our 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 listeners here to be responsible and independent.
2: They're, you're just going to make them spiteful and and, and anxiety prone.
1: And that works too. Does. Tim, either way, they'll thank me. Build your own car. And I'll, I'll buy you the, the I'll buy you the wreck and I'll buy all the parts. Mm-hmm. But I'm not paying for labor.
2: I'll pay for labor.
1: Oh, you'll kick in for yeah. labor? Tim, we're going to take a bath on these shows. Buying all these people cars just because they, they live an hour or two away. I was okay. going to suggest they just take a train.
2: Uh, yeah. A tra- or, or I forgot a bus. about trains. Or drive, bus. or
1: drive a car.
2: That we N- not that a, we uh, like.
1: Maybe they already had one
2: helicopters.
1: Too expensive.
2: How do you know? Maybe Richie Rich. Maybe uh, he's a fan.
1: It's a, uh, not a real.
2: Uh, modern day Richie Rich. I know <laughs> Richie Rich is a is a is a man from the past, a boy <laughs> from the past. Maybe the grown up Richie Rich, Richard Rich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure, Dick Rich. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. See you next week,
0: that was a head podcast.